0: Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Freeman Means Business Wonder Women in Business Podcast. Everyone has a story, and on our podcast, we give a voice to those women whose story is moving, meaningful, and compelling. We share their stories so that when they shine, that gives permission to others to shine as well. Super excited to have another Bay Area resident and Dynamo. On the show today, named Maria Ross. Maria, welcome to the show. Thanks for having
1: me, Susan. I'm so excited to talk to you today.
0: I can tell in your voice (laughs) that you're smiling and your cheeks might be burning a little. Mine are too. I'm super excited to have you on. Um, You speak my language. So tell the audience a little bit about yourself.
1: Well, I am a brand strategist. I run a brand consultancy called Red Slice, and my mission is to help fast growth companies and entrepreneurs boost their visibility by creating a really Ill, irresistible brand story and message so that they can engage with the right customers. And I write books, I speak um, and I have been doing this since 2008. And prior to that, I was a marketing executive in Silicon Valley as well as in, in other cities, both on the client and agency side. So I love what I do. I love that I can work with people I like who are passionate about their work. And my job is really to help influencers shine.
0: That is awesome. So I'm smiling now. My cheeks are burning. (laughs) You're my kind of woman. Yay. Totally. Yeah. Um, I'm just thinking how amazing the journey. So, So that's similar to the journey that people, you know, that I have, traveled um, and I get excited when women are successful in their journey, which you clearly have been. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to share that message and and recruit other people to do the same or similar things, so that you can get paid doing what you love to do. You're clearly passionate about your profession and you deserve every penny that you earn. So I'm super excited to have you tell your story on my show. How did you get to where you are? Like what made you go into this industry and business oh
1: boy that's a that's a good one i started out actually in management consulting for one of the big well at the time the big six um yeah. consulting firms but my passion was always marketing and storytelling was about and and using marketing for good not evil so helping people <laughs> elevate yeah elevate the truth of their story um so that they weren't fooling anybody but really just letting people know that hey the solution exists out there for your need and so I did that, and then I got I was able to jump back into marketing. I worked for Discovery Networks, which was super fun for a while, helping to market uh, you know, Discovery Channel, Animal Planet, all that good stuff then went to work for an ad agency and then in 99 came out to the bay area to join you know the dot com boom which quickly became the dot com bust yeah. um, and survived that like a cat i mean i just kept landing on my feet and i got into technology <laughs> at that point and then i was in all of a sudden i found myself on the b2b side and so i did a lot of technology marketing in silicon valley for both scrappy startups and then global software companies and got just a little tired of this whole you know, f- people forgetting that they were marketing to human beings. Everybody yeah. sounded the same. It was robotic. It was boring, no storytelling. And so in 2008, there was an opportunity for me to finally take a leap. I never thought I'd be an entrepreneur. I never thought I'd run my own business, but I did. I hung out my shingle and I've been doing that for almost, no, for 12 years now. So um, wow. yeah. And I work with solopreneurs and entrepreneurs, but I also work, as I said, with fast growth companies. So it's, it's a little different of a dynamic when you're working with one person who's the decision maker versus like right. a, 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 trying to wrangle cats. But um, <laughs> But I love it because even when I work with the big companies that I work with, They want something more. They want to have meaning in their work. They want to find the meaning in what they do, and this gives them the opportunity to do that. Getting them in a room for a day to do a brand workshop and work, you know, on the business rather than in the business is just as effective for a a a group at a larger company as it is for you know working with an entrepreneur for just just she and I for one day. So um, yeah, it's it's been really fun and and it's been really you know, you mentioned, you know, you've been really successful and I think you can probably say this too. You know, we've been really successful, but we've also, it doesn't mean you've never had a failure. Right. So sure. we'll, um,
0: we'll talk about that. Yeah. Lots
1: of, mis- you know, there's always been yeah. missteps. I mean, many of us are good at what we do, but not necessarily running a business. Right. So, right. um, that was, that's been a really interesting journey for me and probably one of the biggest personal development exercises I've ever gone through. As you know, like working for yourself is you really have to get to know yourself and your strengths. Oh
0: yeah. Oh yeah. So I um, may need to talk to you after. I have a few questions that you could personally help me with my business. Great. I have, (laughs) look, I'm like, wow, she's amazing. I (laughs) Well,
1: I like working with people that are passionate about what they do. You know, it's not just about about selling stuff. It's about adding value.
0: I always say the message means more than the money. Now my husband hates when he hears me say. (laughs) He's like, well, maybe not so much be worth the money? Can it be equal? And I'm like, oh yeah, I need to shift my mindset so that yes. I can actually live in abundance and not scarcity. And Exactly,
1: you know. exactly. Yeah, so That's you're, you're
0: awesome. Time. You're speaking <laughs> my language. I love that you work with companies that care, you know, yes. so Yes. tell us a little bit about, of all those wonderful things you've done, um, we'll get to the struggles later, but for now, let's talk about the proudest professional accomplishments.
1: You know, I'm I'm happy to say that over the last 12 years of of doing my own business and running my own business, I feel like I have I've had a lot more highlights, um, even though I've had you know a very successful corporate career before that. But um, so that you know, sort of like, oh, what do I choose? I mean, one of the biggest ones was being able to to write three books um, and an ebook series, um, which has been a dream of mine since I was six years old. I've I've been writing stories since I was six. And so to actually get a book published and see it in print with my name on it um, after months and my most recent book, years of work um, was, has been pretty exciting. That and <clears throat> one particular client that I worked with uh, many years ago, we worked together initially to rebrand and launch a new product, like a new solution suite that they were offering to the market. And that message and story was so successful for them that they actually renamed the entire company, what we wow. product, because the brand got so well known for the product that we named that yeah. they ended up naming the whole company that and changing their whole a story. I know, incredible. I know. And I was like, and it was so genuine and thoughtful. And I, I will never forget that brand workshop and just the epiphanies that the clients had. And how wonderful the CEO was. And so, yeah, that was probably one of my favorite of, of many good client stories. One of my favorite. Ones. Nice. Nailed
0: yeah. it. Nailed it. <laughs> for sure. Um, that was awesome. <coughs> I, I want to talk to you more about that off the podcast, like later on. Yes, um, for sure. Well, you seem to be so bright and cheery and positive <laughs> and you know, taking the high road. I know we all, all have you know, days where we're not that, but I think of it's, course. it's, it's in some of us to be that way. I'm annoyingly perky, as some people say, <laughs> um, but who has been your mentor or maybe you've had more than one along the way? I have. And, you know, there's
1: sort of like people, there's there's the famous people that are inspirations to me, right? Like yeah. Eleanor Roosevelt or um, oh, yeah. Michelle Obama. Oh, I, yeah. <laughs> when I think about an inspirational mentor, I've had many over my career. And I don't think you should have just one. You know, it's I agree. what you need at that point. So many of my colleagues and even my clients inspire me. Um, there's a woman named Dia Bondi who is actually in the Bay Area as well. And you should have her on the show at some point. She's amazing. And she has really inspired me. She she runs a program called Ask Like an Auctioneer to teach women through the principles of auctioneering how to ask wow. how to ask for more and get it. And she's a force. And she inspires me every day to think bigger and ask bigger. Um, Leah Niederthal is another woman out of New York who's a sales coach for women entrepreneurs, and she has taught me about how to be systematic about selling and be unapologetic and confident in your value, but also sell with style and with grace. So I adore her. And then Melissa Casera is a woman who has a huge online following. She's a publicist, but she's also a screenwriter and she runs a very, very popular online course called Obsessed and I, she is my inspiration because she just several years ago just doubled down on the fact that she wanted to be a screenwriter and she talked to everybody that she could. She moved to LA she started writing and now she has script deals with networks like she just did it she just was like this is what I want to do I know you know she was a very good writer to begin with but so inspirational about how she just goes after what she wants and she makes it happen
0: so folks that's what we call living with intention that's incredible um you know, someone challenged me. I'm usually the one challenging others and what I do. That's just the nature of you know, interviewing people and asking lots and lots of questions. But someone recently turned it around on me and challenged me with a question that I couldn't answer. Um, and I won't share it here because the show is not about me, but your, th- the three women you just highlighted would certainly help me get my answer, you know, help me get Mm. where I need to be. I've realized I'm not exactly where I need to be. And I am missing a big piece of the puzzle. Mm -hmm. Um, And these women, the way you've described them, it seems like what they do could help me get along down that path, you know, um, more quickly and, and actually more meaningfully.
1: For Um, sure. And I, I, you know, what's funny is, I never really think that puzzle's complete. Because yeah, again, I've been true. doing this 12 years and I'm still tweaking. I'm still testing. I'm still yeah. striving. I'm still struggling. I'm still, you know, having successes in certain areas. And every year it's, it's like, I feel like, okay, this is the year. I'm really going to get it together. <laughs> and uh-huh. then, so You know, when you aim that high, you do get some successes along the way. Yeah. So oh, it's, yeah.
0: uh, it's kind always of always aim high, high. but mm-hmm. I feel like that sort of goes along with, um, the question about the proudest professional accomplishments. I had two guests, one uh actually no, I had one guest who answered this in the most unique way ever and she was right. And then my husband, when I asked him the same question, he said the same thing she did and I was kinda of blown away. Wow. Um, we haven't had it yet, perhaps. You know? So like mm. you say, it's not a done deal. We're not done. Yeah, right? we, it's the
1: proudest it's the proudest to date. To date.
0: Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I <laughs> love the way she says, um, It certainly wasn't like, you know, Eeyore, um, oh, I haven't done anything, you know, it was more like, I've done lots of great things and I'm super proud and I work hard, but I'm not sure if I can say that I've had my proudest yet, you know, Mm -hmm. it was very uh, motivating.
1: Yeah, that's a great way to look at it.
0: Yeah. Sort of like what you said—the puzzle's never complete. And once it's done, how boring would life be, right?
1: Right. And you're like you're moving on to the next thing because <laughs>
0: you've got to, right? Yeah. So let me ask you this: If anybody, so most of my listeners know me um, at least through the show, but honestly, I I know a lot of people across the globe, so they might know me in person as well. But I constantly talk about lifting as we rise and, mm-hmm. and helping other women? How, how do you think we might be able to support other women in business?
1: I think the biggest thing is to, and this sounds trite, but I'll qualify it, is to really be generous. Like We need to lose the fear and the Insecurity of helping someone else lessens our own success.
0: Absolutely. Um, and Wait, sometimes say women... that again, say that again. That is so. We need, true.
1: we need to lose our insecurity and our discomfort around helping other people, thinking that if there's more for them, there's less success for us. And I think you know, I don't think I don't think women do it intentionally. I think it's just sort of ingrained in us societally yes. that there's there's only so big of a pie, right? So. I always say, be generous, like make introductions, share your resources. Don't hoard your treasures or, you know, what you found. If, if you, you put together the dots for people, like even if they haven't asked you for it. Um, like I'm already thinking of like five things I want to send you that you haven't asked me for that I'm like, oh my gosh, this would be great for her to know this person or whatever. Having that mindset of like, what can I do for this woman in front of me to help them get further. And, you know, even when we're sort of feeling down on where we are with our own journey, you know, we look at like, oh, but I'm not as far as this woman or that woman or Brene Brown or Mel Robbins or whoever, you got to remember that you are further down the journey than someone else. And so you, you are possibly that person for someone behind you. And so you might not think you have enough to offer, but you have enough to offer that person to get them moving up in the journey. To where so, you are
0: let me say something about that right there so um folks i always talk about in business the name of the game is collaboration maybe in sports it's competition but in business mm-hmm. collaboration and maria is so spot on right with for some reason and i do think it comes from a, operating out of fear mm-hmm. and not love women are afraid to lift other women and to give 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 and live in abundance and know that it's not going to hurt you just because you're helping someone else so I always like to say the only person you need to be better than is the person you were yesterday so don't you know compete or compare or contrast mm-hmm. with others and and share 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 mm-hmm. uh, I don't know if you believe in a karmic journey I do um, I'm going to be, you know, my, my, my path is paved in gold, not my next go round, but uh, because I believe that too. And yours Mm -hmm. is paved in gold as well, Maria, this is such an important point that you're making. Um, And, you know, I don't think too many of my podcast guests have ever said that. And that resonates so strongly with me personally. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I, I definitely can't wait to have our cup of coffee. I know, exactly. Well
1: yeah. and, and I think it's also about putting yourself in groups of women, whether it's an informal group you put together or an online group where you're helping each other or you're taking a course and there's a cohort of women helping each other. I know I've I've put together courses um and probably will be doing another one very soon where it's just about getting people together not only to learn for themselves but to help each other. Like yeah. with our with our resources and our connections, surely something you need is something I have that I can Hi. give to you. And so being able to not be afraid, and you know, we talk a lot about, at times women tend to overgive, you know? <laughs> and so we're not talking about that kind of giving where you're like working for free, or you're, you know, giving everything yeah. away. But it's, it's, that gen- <laughs> it's that generosity of like- We if, need
0: boundaries.
1: Yeah, but if you can make that connection, make it. If you, if you know someone's interested in something and you see an article about that topic, send it to them.
0: So someone
1: you meet and you're like, oh my gosh, you should know Susan because she has this great podcast, introduce them to each other, like make that happen for people.
0: And that's how we connected. Um, Mm -hmm. I actually am a lean in leader and I'm also uh, the head of a mentor circle at uh, the club of Silicon Valley, the women's club of Silicon Valley. So um, yeah, they do a lot of this um, sharing, giving, lifting, co-everything. I am that woman that had to learn that I need to create boundaries. After giving away thousands of dollars worth of strategic plans that I thought Mm -hmm. I would be hired to implement, um, Mm -hmm. I learned the hard way that (laughs) people aren't afraid to take your proposal and strategic plan and then just give it to someone who works there to do. Oh, no. Yeah. So I learned that. I learned that over the last couple of years. And um, yeah, I think being a giver is a great thing if you can set boundaries because what good are you if you are depleting your own resources and then you know not for able sure
1: I yeah. always say your biggest your, your biggest business asset is yourself yes so why you have to you know just like you take care of your phone and your printer and your <laughs> laptop you also have to take care of yourself um because yeah, without you your like business doesn't work.
0: yeah yeah Exactly, exactly. You're so fascinating and wonderful. And I'm so excited to have just learned that you're in the Bay Area. So we're totally going to meet in person. Um, now, for the not as happy, not as fun, not as positive stuff. But I'll tell you, we all have challenges and setbacks in our life. So I'm going to ask you mm-hmm. what maybe has been your biggest challenge and how did you overcome it?
1: So there's been a lot, um, but probably the biggest one was right after I launched my business, I, um, unexpectedly got struck down with a near fatal brain aneurysm rupture and it was totally out of the blue. I, w- I was 35, super healthy Wow! and, um, luckily one that didn't kill me. Um, yeah. Luckily, yeah, my husband came home from work early that day and was there when I collapsed and got me to the hospital in time. So I spent, you know, there's a, it's a whole long story. And I, I suffice it to say, it took me obviously a few months, few years to get back on my feet and, and accept the new me, you know, brain injury isn't something you sort of just get over like the flu. It's something you have to learn to adapt to. And, and that was really hard. Um, But I ended up writing a book about that journey called rebooting my brain, which was a gift really, because my, my, my recovery, and I'm I'm fortunate enough to be able to say I'm on the other side, and I'm very high functioning, and I had a amazing, almost miraculous recovery. But it was it was through hard work, it was through adaptation, it was through patience, and having humor about my my situation, um, about being able to ask for help. And so I wrote a book to help all these people that I met along the way who didn't have the resources that I had. Um, and and it's like I said, it's called Rebooting My Brain, and it's helped thousands of families and survivors because wow. they didn't have access to the information that I had access to because of, you know, my husband's in, you know benefits because of where, you know, where we were yeah. in the country, what we were able to access. And so I was like, I kind of felt compelled to write a book, not, I mean, it was cathartic to write it, but it wasn't about me. It was about sharing the journey and the resources and also sharing what it's like to have a brain injury from the, from the inside out for people right. that, that don't have a voice. Some people have lost their speech. They've lost their ability to write. They've lost, you know, whatever. And so, um, I wrote that book. I felt like I had to write that book for them. Um,
0: Maria, so- I love that you wrote that book. Um, Thank I you. have a nephew who drowned in my pool when he was oh. five Oh no! Um, and we pulled him out, which, um, He's alive today, but mm-hmm. his brain suffered severe anoxia oh. It's like a pinball machine. It wasn't like a traumatic event right. where you retrain the other part of the brain to take over. I mean, right. the, yeah. So brain cells were dying everywhere. So this is very interesting to me. I'm, I'm going to buy this book. I'm going to read this book. I'm going to understand better what it's like, like you say, from the inside out or from mm-hmm. the actual, um, you know, Sufferer, if mm-hmm, you will. Mm-hmm. It's fascinating. So, folks, I didn't know this about Maria. I didn't even know Maria before this podcast. <laughs> but I can tell you something now that I learned. She's around the corner for me. We are going to be new coffee buddies. Oh, we
1: are totally. Oh, I'm going to stalk
0: you. <laughs> dude. Do it, do it. I love it. I love. It. So, yeah, you're wonderful. You're strong. You're positive. You're uplifting. You're giving you're kind, Thank you're cute. You. Um, yeah, I want to be, be on your podcast all the time. So you can tell all the time. <laughs> it's the Susan and Maria show. Yeah, that's so funny. So yeah, you're all that. I'm super excited to meet you in person. Um, tell us something maybe that, well, first of all, before we go on, the thought I had immediately was, wow, so lucky that your husband came home early that day. So wow. Yeah. I know, Crazy, yeah.
1: crazy.
0: But now let me ask you this. What is something maybe the people in your circle don't know about you? Um, something surprising you can share.
1: So something some people know, but some people don't, is that actually I, I grew up in New York and then moved to Ohio when I was 11. But when I was in New York, six, seven, eight, nine, I was actually a child actress. <laughs> so oh, fun. I did, yeah, I did radio. I did national commercials. Um, I did um, a few like short films, um, you know, got to audition for some big things, but, you know, I was like the almost person. So I almost, I was one of the finalists for the movie Firestarter, which eventually drew oh, yeah. Barrymore. Um, so I have a lot of almost stories, but um, yeah, so <laughs> acting, you know, obviously storytelling has been in my blood for a long time. And then I got away, I, I rebelled against my parents and said, I don't want to go into acting. I want to major in business. So <laughs> that's a- yeah, that's, that's new. Yeah, um, so, yes, yeah, so I as an adult, I, I got back into it and I do, um, I haven't this year, but in the past I've done independent theater, independent film, um, and gotten back into acting. So, I really love, I just, everything I love is telling stories, whether I'm doing it through my brand work or through writing books or speaking on stage or acting. I just, I love the power of stories to inspire and motivate and make us think. And so
0: everything you've just said, (laughs) So, folks, those of you who know me know that I host these events across the country. Um, Once I make my way back to the West Coast, Maria, you have to be a speaker on my, uh,
1: I would love it. I would absolutely love it. But yeah, so that's something that's a little nugget people don't know. And the funny thing is kind of a lesson learned about running my business for, for your listeners is when I initially started my consulting firm, I talked pretty, I had on my website sort of a link to my acting. And I remember some of my corporate colleagues saying, well, I don't think you should mention that part of your life in in your business because your clients won't take you seriously. What? And that's a big reason why I'm unique and I'm different. And so it's part of my brand is like, yeah, I, I'm an actress in my spare time. Like that's what I do. And it it helps me get speaking engagements. It, It attracts clients. It you know, so I guess don't be afraid to bring out everything that you do, even personally into yeah. your work, because that's what makes your brand unique.
0: Look at the success Brene Brown has had by telling us to own your story and to be mm-hmm. your whole self. Um, I've always said that. I'm like, you can't separate who you are from nine to five and then five on. That this no. is, you be. bring your whole self to work, bring your whole self home, bring your whole self on vacation be you. We often talk about, we've become, um, human doings instead of human beings. (laughs) Yeah. We need to be, I love it. I love everything about you, Maria. I just, this has been so great. Um, look, I know that I'll be reaching out to you and meeting you in person for coffee, but if others want to reach out to you, how can they reach you?
1: So my main hub is my website, red-slice.com. And that's got all the social links and all the good stuff. My blog is there. You can sign up for my email list. Um, I also have a free guide offer for your listeners if they want to get a little bit of taste of my new book, The Empathy Edge, which is all about um, leveraging empathy as an engine for success. Um, nice. And if they go to red-slice.com WWIB, they can download a free guide, The Five Business Benefits of Empathy. So I hope they'll do that. And then they can reach me on Instagram at Red Slice Maria. They can connect with me on LinkedIn. Just mention the show in your introductory note. And Facebook, I'm at Red
0: Slice. And Twitter, I'm at Red Slice. So I'm in all all the channels. You certainly walk the walk. So um, folks, if you didn't get a chance to write all that down, don't worry. I'm going to put all that in the blog that I write. You know how to go to my website, look at blogcasts.com. I'll also include a link to her free download. That was very mighty nice of you, Maria. Thank you. You are welcome. Well, you have been a wonderful, delightful guest, and I'm so happy to share you with my universe, and I hope to meet you soon.
1: Yes, me too. This has been great. Thank you for having me.
0: You bet. Everybody, you have a great day, and thanks for listening.